1: Good afternoon, welcome to Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard on another big weekend of Scottish football Rangers are looking to cut Celtic's gap at the top when Dundee come to Ibrox Brendan side have the chance to respond at Kilmarnock tomorrow Before we get to that though, Livy Hibbs in Mirren Ross County and two in the must win category for Motherwell and Aberdeen against St Johnson and Hearts respectively I'm Gordon Duncan and joining me this afternoon you have Gordon DL,
2: Mark Wilson and Hugh (sighs) Evans. or turmoil those are the options on offer today for Rangers it's all about reducing the gap between themselves and Celtic at the top of the table to five points putting Brendan Rodgers side under pressure on the plastic at Kilmarnock tomorrow turmoil you can find in several places Motherwell No wins in 12 Will it be 13th time lucky For Stuart Kettlewell When St Johnston go to Fir Park Aberdeen are second bottom of the table And Barry Robson's jacket is on a shaky peg Ahead of Hart's visit to Pataudry Livy are bottom of the table And they haven't scored a goal In the last eight and a half hours While losing six games on the bounce There are going to be several ding-dongs, merrily on
3: high. Yeah, it's a big day across the country, particularly for Rangers who can eat into Celtic's uh, advantage. But Motherwell and Aberdeen, huge day ahead now. Barry Robson's got the cup final just round the corner. He could do a win probably just to keep his job before that cup final and down the Championship as well. Wraith Rovers overtake Dundee United as an opportunity for United to get back in top today when they host their
4: United. I echo what the boys say Not a lot to add to that I think we've got an exciting afternoon Plenty of goals ahead And plenty of drama The guys are right There's a couple of managers in the Premier League The big day need results
1: Lots to look forward to I know that Drill You're probably either sheltering from this terrible weather Or you're getting dragged around the shops Doing the old Christmas shopping Hopefully you've got us on in the car Uh, We'll take you through all the build-up, let you know what's happening on the pitch And then of course afterwards, your chance to have your say as well So buckle up, because one thing Scottish football guarantees at any time of year Is a bit of drama and controversy and plenty of talking points So let's kick things off with a trip to Rangers against Dundee Andrew McLean is there
5: Yes, well injuries have been so bad for Rangers that Philip Clamont is sick of talking about them <clears throat> More casualties this week Tom Lawrence out again this time until at least the winter break the same timescale for Danilo as well injured in a challenge against Hearts it's an area that has been a bit of a problem for Rangers this season in terms of finding that consistent goal scorer in the number 9 position a bit of a team news spoiler as well today it's the turn of Cyril Dessers to try and provide that clinical touch that Cyril, uh, 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 Philip Clon, sorry, was saying they were missing on Wednesday night at Tynecastle. They did have that clinical touch though the last time they faced Dundee. A 5-0 win at Dens Park at the start of last month. That was a blot on a season that Tony Docherty can certainly be happy with from his team so far. We always talk about how tight that middle of the table is. But just four Premiership defeats this campaign for Dundee. Only Celtic and Rangers have lost fewer than them. They're seventh in the table but do have at least one game in hand on every single team above them. Going to team news, some interesting stuff out with the injuries as well. Connor Goldson is rested for this one. He drops to the bench. One of four players out of the starting lineup: Tom Lawrence and Danilo of course injured. Ross McCosland is on the bench for this one as well. In come John Suter Jose Cifuentes. Ravi Matondo starts as well as Cyril Dessers as I mentioned earlier. So Jack Butland in goal the back four. James Tavernier, John Suter Leon Balligan and Borna Barasic the two holding midfielders John Lundstrom and Jose Cifuentes, it'll then be Rabi Matondo, Todd Cantwell and Abdallah Sima, all in behind Cyril Dessers, the substitutes for Rangers, McCrory, Yilmaz Goldson, Lammers, Sterling, Roof Davies King and McCausland as for Dundee, just a one change for them for this one and it's probably a big loss as well, Owen Beck who's been very impressive for them on loan this season, he drops out of the squad altogether. Ricky Lamy comes in for him, so in goal it's Trevor Carson the back three, Juan Portales, Joe Shaughnessy and Ricky Lamy. the wing backs will be George McGee and Aaron Donnelly, the three in midfield, Lyle Cameron, Maliki Boateng and Luke McCowan, Amadou Bakayoko and Zach Rudden the front two, the substitutes, Langston's Kerr, Tiffany, Ashcroft, Mulligan Robinson, Riley, Robertson and Silla, the referee for this one at Ibrooks is Kevin Clancy, the VAR Stephen Kirkland
4: what jumps out at you from the team news, Gordon? Um, I think uh, Connor Golson uh, been rested. Uh, he's usually a mainstay in that uh, the heart of that defence. Gives John Shooter an opportunity. Up top, they're going with a bit of pace. Matondo, Sima, who's in brilliant form. You've got to say. Once again, we'll look at Dessers. He's at home against Dundee. I've, I, I fancy Rangers to win this very comfortably today. They'll create chances especially with the the amount of talent they've got behind Dessers we especially Cantwell playing in that number 10 position it's up to the main striker to put the ball in the back of it
2: this is reminiscent of that day when Rangers went to Pataudry and the onus was on them to cut the gap between themselves and Celtic Celtic having dropped two points the day before now today the onus is on Philippe Clement and his players to cut that gap to five points And they have a game in hand over Celtic And they're putting Celtic under immense pressure At Kilmarnock tomorrow afternoon So it's unforgiving territory It doesn't matter about the time of year There'll be no peace and goodwill to anyone If Rangers don't get three points today And
1: Mark Wilson, the other big piece of team news Is not a surprising one Because we knew it yesterday But for Danilo to be out injured Along with Tom Lawrence for that matter You know, for the rest of the year it's another chance, a requirement for Cyril Dessers to come in, I guess, and, and do a bit more than he's done so far.
3: Well, it is. He's had plenty of chances so far. And, you know, with Daniel's injury, he finds himself in the starting line-up again. So probably not through merit, but through necessity. It's an opportunity. Does right. Dundee, you would expect Rangers to win it comfortably. You'd expect Rangers, with that three behind Dessers, to create plenty of chances. It's up to him to put the ball in the back of the net and silence some of his critics.
1: And I guess Gordon There is an element of Squad rotation here Because you know Conor mm. Goldson's not unfit He's on the bench You take someone like Ross McCausland Who had a pretty good game um, at, You know Parts of it At, at Tynecastle. Castle um, You know He drops to the bench as well It's five changes in total And they're not all forced So um, Clearly a bit of Rotation yeah, from think, the manager I think the manager came out uh, Not that
4: long I think last week And said that There was an opportunity For players Even in the January window to show him what they can do. He's just in the door. Uh, He's mixing up, he's using his squad. It looks a strong Rangers side, you've got to say. There are bags of pace in it. Uh, Matondo on the right-hand side. Seamus in great uh, form, scoring goals again. Uh, Cantwell, everybody was talking about it. His natural position, that number 10, where he can create things. And obviously, it's a big game for Souter as well. Um, You know, at one point, you would think that Souter and Golson were the the main centre-backs but Balligan's come in, the, the manager likes him, so it's up to Shooter now to get in there and put on a good performance
1: this afternoon. Of all the 12 teams in the Premiership, Mark Wilson, got this theory that, that there maybe aren't many, apart from Dundee, whose fan base would say, do you know what, this has been an unequivocal, successful start yeah. to the season. Rangers fans clearly want more, they're behind. Celtic fans, even though they're top, probably want a bit more. I think, you know, clearly the team's down the bottom St Mirren and Dundee Maybe they can only two that you would look at As having, you know, a a, a real positive start to the season How does that translate to a fixture like this? They probably had their their worst performance of the season Against Rangers in the the delayed game at home Yeah, of course it ended five that night Uh, Could have been a lot more But I think Dundee,
3: certainly loving life in the Premiership so far Adjusted to it well Tony Docherty just obviously his first job as a manager he's taken to it well but he, he's compiled a good squad with good players listen there'll be a threat today there's no doubt about that I don't think Dundee will just come and try and stonewall Rangers but I think they've got players who can cause problems obviously Beck missing is a huge blow for them but they've got players that can score goals and they'll have a goal but Tony Docherty doing a fantastic job of course he's got his eye in the top six and then if you gave him that before the season started he, he would have bit your hand off around Christmas time So well done to him Might be a little bit kind to St Mirren,
2: Four mm. losses in their last yeah, five I games I was about
1: to caveat it with maybe mm. they're starting to slide but Yeah,
2: it's all gone would take They would, take, your, for or this, or they would have take taken fourth your hand place. off for fourth place yeah. though I think yeah. that's
1: the point Up to this point in the season uh, Right, let's move into must-win territory Is that fair, Fraser Wishart at Motherwell St Johnson?
6: Yeah, I think it is fair, unfortunately, for Stuart Kettlewell, one of the football's good guys and uh, good reputations, a coach and a manager, people like him, but I think his job is under real pressure. And When you get Stuart talking about it openly during the week in his press conferences, he knows they have to get results, can't continue, then I think he knows himself they need to get a result and a result very, very quickly because not so long ago you wouldn't have actually thought that these two teams would be on the same points going to this, this game St Johnson had that terrible start saw Steve McLean lose his job and Murlough started the season on fire but a revival and a few wins over Craig Levine seen St Johnson climb off the bottom and with a terrible run of results for Murlough who was spoken about so many things, being a win today Orson Johnson would see them climb above Motherwell. But hard to put your finger on why Motherwell have seen that drop in form. I saw them lose some games here and away from home and actually played very well. But they're certainly losing in recent games too many goals and a heavy defeat in midweek. And the nature of that defeat in Dingwall has heaped more pressure on Stuart Kettle. Just four points, no wins in 12 games is not good enough and his mother will plunge towards the bottom he, the team need a, a result and today if they get a win it could be just that bit of confidence that could be the one just to turn their season around but after that terrible start for St Johnson, firstly a win under Alec Cleland as caretaker manager and two wins and a draw since Craig Levine has been appointed to boosted the confidence around McDermott Park but those points did all come at home So Craigley will be looking to get some points on the road. And St Johnson, in fact, have gone their last six away games, no points, and haven't even scored a goal this season. So they'll be looking to improve on that. But they did win here both occasions last season. So they know they can play well here at Fir Park. Going to the team news for Motherwell, they've made three changes. Ben Casey's out injured. Wilkinson and Bear dropped to the bench. And come George Gentry's first start to with his first league start. And John Obika to partner BRF up front So they go the normal 3-5-2 formation No change to that Liam Kelly's in goal Stephen O'Donnell's playing right centre-back Alongside Bevis Mugabe and Shane Blaney Brodie Spencer, Callum Slatty Davor Drakowski and George Jensen Midfield with Blair Spittle Behind the two strikers Jonathan Obika and Mika BRF, their subs Aston Oxborough Theo O'Bear, Ollie Shaw Brandon McDermott, Dylan Wells Luca Ross, Mac Ross Ollie White and Connor Wilkinson Just the one change Forston Johnson from the midweek win against St Kujarabi has dropped out through injury and no surprise that Chris Kane, who got the winner, the winner sorry, in midweek, he comes into the starting 11. So they go with Dimitar, Mitoff in goals, Ryan McGowan, Liam Gordon and Luke Robinson at the back. James Brown, Dan Phillips, Matt Smith and Tony Gallagher in midfield. And Graham Carey drops deeper to behind two strikers, Diyalan Jayasemi and Chris Kane. Their subs are Fran Franchak. Andy Considine, Stevie May, Luke Jeffcott, Oludare, Olufugna, Sven Spangler, Jay Turner-Cook, Dave Richards and Dara Costello. And the referee and VAR today are the same as I saw last week against Hibs Aberdeen, but they swap places. This time Ewan Anderson is the referee and Willie Collin is the VAR.
1: What do we mean by must win for Stuart Kettlewell, Hugh Evans? Well,
2: no wins in 13 has an ominous ring to it. And uh, someone might start to panic uh, upstairs at Fir Park and think we're not going to get out of this unless we make a change. I agree. So, sorry,
1: just to so might you think that's where it stands just now? It's not like lose today and the the sacking arrives.
2: No, I don't believe okay. so. Mm, I
1: I I differ
3: a bit. Now I've I've defended Stuart and Motherwell for a number of weeks now because nothing much was changing within their league position. However, today, when you look at the, the fixture, of St. Johnson win and go ahead of him, all of a sudden you're starting to drop down the league table. And I think that's when upstairs starts to panic uh, and might take action. So it's a tough one. It, it, it's harsh on young managers and they don't like to see it, but he'll be well aware of what's needed
2: today.
1: No conversations yet, though, he says, mm. about it, Gordon Dale. So if that was to happen, it, it would be... Sort of out of the blue as far as, as he's concerned Albeit the results are clearly terrible
4: Yeah He spoke openly about it um, During the week Gordon But I'm, I'm with Mark in that camp I think if he loses today And you could possibly see Aberdeen St Johnstone Climbing above them Sitting in second bottom Uh, what, four points out of 39 not good enough, you'll lose your job
1: What would that mean though for Barry Robson Dave Galloway, he's getting a bit of stick as well hearts the visitors to Pataudry today
7: Yeah, that's something of an understatement uh, Gordon, Barry Robson's obviously under a massive amount of pressure but the Aberdeen boss insists he doesn't fear for his job and that Chairman Dave Cormack has not had any discussions with him about his future. Cormack is in town incidentally, AFC have their AGM on Monday evening and that should be very interesting indeed. Some of the fans, as I've touched upon, they really turned on the manager after Wednesday night's defeat here against Komanic, telling him in no uncertain terms where to get to. Uh, with the home team languishing second bottom of the Premiership, this match is must win, absolutely must win. I know it's a cliché expression, but... Aberdeen must win this one from a home point of view, but of course Hearts will have uh, very much other ideas, they're up in third place and despite a narrow midweek loss to Rangers, they'll fancy their chances of deepening the dawn's gloom with a victory, they're certainly in much better form than their hosts winning four out of their last five league encounters Looking at the teams then and Aberdeen make a couple of changes, in come Esther Sockler and youngster Jack Milne out, drop Duke and Angus McDonald. So it's Keller Roos in goals. At the back, Stefan Gartenman, Richard Jensen and Jack Milne. Across the middle, Nicky Devlin, Jamie McGrath, Leighton Clarkson, Graham Shinney and Johnny Hayes. Up top, uh, Bojan Miofsky and Esther Sokla. The subs for the Dons today, Duan, Barron, Duke, McGarry, Morris, Polvara, Duncan, McDonald and Rubizic. There are also three changes for hearts. In come Toby Sibic, Alex Lowry, and Kenneth Vargas. Out uh, a drop uh, Nat Atkinson, George Grant. And Kyosuke Tagawa. So Sander Clark in goals, then a back three Stephen Kingsley, Frankie Kent, and Kai Rolls. Across the middle, Kenneth Vargas, uh, Callum Nowenhoff, uh, Benny Beningami, Toby Sibick, and Alex Cochran, with Alex Lowry helping out Lawrence Shankland in attack. Just the eight subs for the jam tarts today, and they are Gordon, Halkett, Grant, Oda, Forrest, Mackay, uh, Denham. And Tagawa Match referee is uh, Chris Graham And on VAR duties It's Matthew McDermott
8: What about St Mirren Ross County then Roger Hannah? Yeah you're touching St Mirren's form there Just at the top of the show Gordon Three straight defeats away from home for the buddies Without a single goal scored That includes a 1-0 loss to Ross County Up in Dingwall 11 days ago They lost again 1-0 at Perth on Wednesday night To Chris Kane's penalty rebound in the 6th minute of stoppage time but they are still fourth on the table as you said and their only defeat here in Paisley this season came against Rangers they have three of their next four at the Smyzer over the festive season so Stephen Robinson not interested in any doom and gloom around the place County definitely on the up though they've taken seven points from nine in three home games since Derek Adams returned to the club they're up to eight they could be sixth depending on the twist and turn of results over this weekend. Um, This is the first away game of Adams' third spell as Staggy's boss, but he's back home for back-to-back games against Dundee and Hibbs after this. And as I say, remarkably, there's only three points off the top six in that tight middle belt in the Premiership. Adams has to do without suspended centre-back Will Nightingale today after his late red card in the 3-0 win against Motherwell on Tuesday night. The last four fixtures here, Gordon, 1-0, 1-0, 0-0, 1-0 so I'm not getting too excited at the prospect of a goal fest. Now, County's last win here, way back, April 2015, 3-0, a Liam Boyce hat-trick, and St Mirren down to 10 men, a Bulgarian defender called Victor Genev, even I don't remember him, Gordon. It was only his sixth appearance for St Mirren, he never played for them again. Um, those who do play today, three changes for Robinson, Richard Taylor is fit again, he comes in, Terry Small and money in as well for the injured Ryan Flynn, and for Charles... And Lewis Jameson who got down to the bench after that midweek defeat at Perth. His nineteen-year-old Small's first start since a red card at Petaudry in May, and his twenty-one year old Namani's first ever league start since signing coming over from Israel in the summer. So St. Mirren go with Zach Hemming in goal to back three, Marcus Fraser, Alec Gogic and Richard Taylor. Across the middle Thierry Small, Mark O'Hara, Kellen Boyd, Munz, Greg Kelty and Scott Tanzer. And up top, Stavnamani, well-partner Jonah Ayunga on the bench. Minsky, Bolton, McMenamin, Jamison, Dunn, Olusanya, Bacchus, Mandrone and Grieve. Just a one change for Derek Adams. He's without, as we say, Nightingale. In comes seven. 17- year old centre-back Dylan Smith but excellent saint players Eamon Brophy and Jay Henderson are both fit and back on the straggies bench so they have Russ Laidlaw in goal also a back three, Dylan Smith, Jack Bolgan and Ryan Leake. Across the middle James Brown, Connor Randall, Scott Allardyce and Ben Purrington with Jan Danda in behind the front two of Simon Murray and Jordan White on the bench, Monroe, Harmon and Brophy Henderson, Turner and Sims Sheaf, Loturi and Samuel the referee is Callum Scott, the VAR and the smizer is John Beaton.
1: Livy Hibbs is the venue for David Friel this afternoon
9: yeah Gordon and Sue sort of indicated earlier on there's dark clouds over Livingston at the moment and I'm not just talking about today's weather which is pretty grim, Levy three points adrift at the bottom of the league, 1-1 in 12, 60 defeats in a row and no goals in 505 minutes, I think it was October the 21st the last time we scored the goal Tony Macaroni, it was all cliche, it used to be a fortress, a really hard place to come, but it isn't anymore, home form has become a real problem for David Martindale's side, they have one win here in 6 league games so far this season, they've only scored 3 goals in those 6 games as well, off the pitch meanwhile, the proposed takeover by John McElvog has been halted for the time being after a court ruling, so it's a concerning time for Livy Le- on and off the pitch, and I think they badly need a win today to lift the gloom. The game with Ross County was frozen off last week but David Martindale has made two changes from the last outing, which was a 1-0 defeat at St Myrna. It's quite surprising you know, given the lack of goals that we don't have an abundance of attackers and Joe Noobly and Bruce Anderson are both dropped today, they're both on the bench with Jamie Brandon and Io Obelai coming in, so Livingstone line lineup: Shamal George in goals, back three of Mikey Devlin, Michael Nottingham and Ayo Obelai, Jamie Brandon, Jason Holt, Scott Pittman, Sean Kelly and James Penn, race across the middle with Andrew Shinney asked to support Curtis Guthrie in attack, are Lever, Hamilton, Parks, Anderson, Kelly, Welsh, Hayes, Singari, Garrett, Lloyd and Lawal. As for Hibbs, they're also getting closer to fresh investment, Bournemouth owner Bill Foley, he's getting closer to taking a, a, a not a controlling stake, but certainly put some money into the club and I think they're certainly in a far better place and their opponents today okay Hibs lost 4-1 in midweek to Celtic I'm not sure I agreed with Nick Montgomery when he said they said we're a bit unlucky they did create a few chances but you know they could also concede 6 or 7 but they had won 3 in a row before that Celtic defeat and I think they'll be looking to get back on track today and I think they'll fancy this they don't actually have a brilliant record here but they did win 4-1 on the plastic last season and I think they'd love a repeat today Nick Montgomery's made four changes from the Celtic game with three of his back four. Um, dropping out, Lewis Miller, Rocky Bashiri and Lewis Stevenson all out and Josh Campbell is also on the bench. Rory Whitaker, Paul Hanlon, Jordan Abita and Dylan Venti are in. Hibs are going to line up. David Marshall in goals. Rory Whitaker, Will Fish, Paul Hanlon and Jordan Abita. Dylan Levitt and Joe Newell will be the midfield two with Jaya Tavares, Dylan Venti, Martin Boyle and Eli Yuan as the front four. Subs for Hibs are Wallacott, Jago, Stevenson, Dodge, Harbottle, Campbell, Bashiri... Malotnikov and Del Feria. The referee at to the Tony Macaroni is Grant Elvin and the VAR is Andrew Dallas.
1: We will take a look back on some of the week's biggest talking points when we return.
0: Action as it happens, and your reaction from five on the open line. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
1: Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson, and Gordon Diel are in the studio. We've got the top team round the grounds, some really good fixtures, five in total. In the Premiership this afternoon, regular listeners will know we usually take a breath after the team news, look back on some of the week's biggest stories, round off the week. Uh, by our own dramatic, controversial standards, Roger Hannah. maybe wasn't quite as uh, busy and debatable a week as we've had previously. I'm thinking maybe as a theme that sort of links it all together. Rangers had their AGM, the theme of that was spending in January and what can be done. It was another week in which Brendan Rodgers again... Spoke about wanting quality Then got more specific Referencing uh, Players being away At the Asia Cup And so on Would that be the sort of Standout talking point From the week
8: Oh yeah, I think so, and I think supporters, now you hear them phoning Monday to Friday in the show, Gordon, and they're already they're already excited about what's going to happen in January. Um Rangers clearly will need players due to injuries, you know, Danilo, Lawrence, they were the headline names yesterday, but still no Nicholas Raskin, Ryan Jack, Scott Wright, players like that, so Philip Clement will want reinforcements in, and Celtic need reinforcement centre I'm very much in the camp that if you sign players from Asia you can't moan if they go to the Asian Cup and I don't think Brendan Rodgers is complaining but he is already just putting the word out that he will want players in because I don't think he will want to play too many fixtures without Kyogo or O or Maida up front it looks very very sharp
1: um, Roger Hanna's technology sounds a bit wonky We got most of that uh, David, feel what that's sort of linked to this week Has been a bit of a debate um, About Bojan Miovsky And whether he's a player Celtic would go for What he would add How much he would cost We had a Celtic fan on last night Very unhappy at the suggestion Said, you know, good enough for Aberdeen Not good enough for us What do you make of that story?
9: Yeah, well, obviously, the story during the week it did not surprise me in the slightest at all. Brendan Rodgers asked about it yesterday and did the old I don't want to comment in names, which is usually a sign that, yeah, there is interest there. In terms of Bojamiovsky for Celtic, I think it would be a good sign, and I think he is good enough for Celtic. He's 24, I think he's at 17 caps. for North Macedonia, started against England a couple of weeks ago. Really good scoring record, I think there's more to come from him as well, scores all kinds of goals. And obviously Aberdeen are going to want a fair bit of money for him but I don't really have a problem with that Gordon um, for me if Celtic are happy enough to spend 4.5 million in Mike Navrotsky and 5 million in Albina jetty and 4.5 and in Vasilis Barkas I think Aberdeen are more entitled to ask for the going rate now whether they're going to get it or not remains to be seen but certainly I think he's a player who could add to, to Celtic and look if Celtic don't sign him someone will sign him very very soon he'll go at a higher level than Aberdeen no no doubt about that at all
1: Um. Quickly round the, the the houses, if you like, w- would that be a good signing for Celtic, Fraser Wishart?
6: Yes, absolutely. I, I think there's a lot of snobbery around because oh, he's only for, he's playing for Aberdeen, therefore he's not good enough for Celtic. But we can think of many a player that Celtic have signed that we don't know about from, from abroad. And we have Boyamioski with his record and his international caps and playing playing against England and he scored 18, 20 goals last year in say the Belgian league or somewhere like that. And he's living this year, scored in Europe. People say, oh, aye, he's a good player. But I think there is a wee bit of snobbery there from, from some supporters. It tends to happen. Don't rate people that play for Scottish clubs. But you score a lot of goals. And in the end, you, you could sign somebody from abroad and they can come in as a good player. And how many players have we seen, as I said, particularly the old firm, have come in and just not happen for them? You know, good well, players, it just hasn't happened for them. Here, here's a guy we know that can play in Scotland and can score a lot of goals in Scotland. And, and I've seen him a couple of times recently. I saw him last week. He missed a whole load of sitters against Hibs. But he's it. His general game... Was really good, keeps it simple. I think the way Celtic would like it at centre four, keep it simple, just hold the ball up, and bring the good players into play, and it gets back in the box and scores goals. Well. So for me,
2: yeah, he's good enough to play for Celtic. Where the snobbery is exposed as a myth is that Celtic in the summertime brought in 10 players from out with Scotland, and nine of them are so far in the failure category until they can prove otherwise. Lewis Palmer is the only one of 10 who looks up to the job and Brendan Rodgers has gone on record about the likes of Navrotsky and Lagabielka and said he sees them in training and they're not up to getting a game yet. So, Miofsky would of course be a good signing for Celtic and Brendan Rodgers has said he wants four quality players in. Now, on the back of a dodgy transfer window in the summertime, I don't think Brendan Rodgers, who has lately taken to speaking his mind, I don't think he will take kindly to a transfer window that does not meet with his ambitions. Would Miovsky fall into that category for you? Um, I can see where the boys are
4: coming from. I think it would depend on the price, Gordon. And then you're looking at, would that mean that O would be right down the pecking order?
1: Well, part of this is the Asia couple as well, isn't yeah, it? They just, they have, and I, I appreciate that that's a, a short-term term. thing, but... Still something's going to be yeah,
4: done Yeah look, look I think the boys make a good case he's, He knows the Scottish game He's playing with a team that's sitting second bottom of the league just now But he look, still looks a threat I think he's got a lot in his locker I know Mark likes him particularly So I don't think I, I think right price I think it would be a good deal I don't think Celtic will pay over odds but.
3: Yeah I think it would be a good sign I said last season I thought Rangers or Celtic Would have taken a wee nibble at Miofsky Because of what he did last season for Aberdeen Uh, And if you look at him comparison to he's been here Just coming up for a year And he's got about 12 goals in that time Mioski's got 11 this season alone A lot less minutes though Yeah, yeah But probably a lot more chances created uh, From a Celtic side Uh, Mioski can make things happen as well You know, he doesn't often rely on others To Mm. put it on a plate I think he's a clever player I don't think it'd be the worst move for Brendan Rodgers
1: How does Rangers' situation differ, Roger? Very loosely, I feel like We've separated into Would Miovsky be a good one for Celtic And would Shankland be a good one for Hearts? Um, Rangers' main concern again seems to be injuries Though I don't know if they sign their way out of that Or, or how they, they fix it
8: yeah, injuries really are the problem, and that's been the case. Rangers supporters, are tell you, Gordon, that's been the case for some considerable period of time. Um, it seems to be something that has irritated Philippe Clement and his time at the club, he keeps referencing it, the number of injuries, and the fact that, you know, when a Rangers player gets injured, he never seems to be out for 10 days, it's always a sort of lengthy injury, I spoke to him about Nicholas Raskin, after the game last weekend against St. Mern, and he, he seemed, you know, annoyed that the rehab wasn't going as well as he'd expected it to, and he's already rolled him out of the cup final next weekend, and things like that seem to annoy Philip Plemont, so... If he's going to have a lengthy injury list, he's going to need reinforcements. And I think, you know, unlike Celtic, you look at Celtic, up top is clearly going to be the area where they need reinforcements in January, mainly because of the Asia Cup. But for Rangers, for me, it's all over the pitch. You know, it's it's holding midfield players, it's left backs, it's strikers, it's it's everywhere. And I think Philip Lamont could be busy in January.
1: Yeah, I mean, Fraser, I'm sure Rangers fans would love this you know, silver bullet this one discovery and say ah this is what's gone wrong at the club and fix this and players won't get injured again of course it's not that simple but as Roger says it, it's been quite a record of late and when you look at the importance of the games that, that Danilo um, and Ra- Raskin and, and Tom Lawrence are, are going to miss it, it could be a really critical part of the season
6: Yeah and possibly Three starters Certainly Raskin I think Danilo Is probably He came a roof For me he's the best Number nine at the club But he's not been fit For a long time either Interesting to see If he can see his minutes Today with Europe In mind during the week Because I think he'd be Ideal to to play some part During the week But, uh, But these guys Danilo Raskin certainly and, and probably Lawrence as well, all of whom would be starters and, and all of whom just can't seem to get themselves fit in at a key time in the season because you can be out for four weeks in December and miss nine games you know, and I think Rangers have got some like six or seven games between now and, and, the, the, and the, the New year fixture, including the New year fixture against Celtic so yeah, that is a problem for them but the, the other problem is they invested heavily in central strikers during the summer. So are the board going to say, well, hold on a second, you've got Danilo, you've got Dessers, you've got Lambers, you've got Roof, you've got all these players who play as central strikers. Cantwell's clearly a number 10, you've got wingers there. Somebody might have to go out before somebody comes in, because you can keep just signing centre-forwards, you know, and uh, that might be that might be the issue that they face. Shanklin's certainly good enough, Majofsky, well, he's good enough for Celtic, he's obviously always, always good enough for Rangers as well. So these might be players that they're looking for, but again... How much money does players need to go out before players come in? Because Rangers signed a lot of players during the summer. They invested heavily in transfer fees and, and salaries. So that'll be the interesting thing, how many come out the door as well to allow some coming in the door for the next six months.
1: This was even the week, Roger Hanna, that we had called saying, should Rangers re-sign Alfredo Morelos? Uh, no, not for me, I have to say, Gordon. I don't think,
8: lo- looking back, you have to... I remember the last year, 18 months of Freire Morelos' spell at Rangers, so I think that would be a backward step. Um, there is talk of Mayowski, there is talk of Shankland. Um, I would throw Martin Boyle's name into that as well. He still strikes me as one who's as capable as either Mayowski or Shankland if you're looking locally, shall we say, for attacking talent in the January transfer window. But no, I think Morelos had chance after chance. After Chance, at the Angels. it didn't go well laterally, and it doesn't look as if it's gone any better at Santos.
1: Let's park it there quickly. Go on, go on then, Hugh Keevan. So, let you back in briefly
2: before we move on. I was quickly going to say, Moles is my favourite novelty topic of conversation about this transfer window. Santos, in their hour of need, when they were about to be relegated after their 111 year history without relegation, they still didn't bring him on. He sat on the bench because. He's past
1: it You also called him Michael Moles there And I thought oh, He's de- he's definitely past it <laughs> I can't see him Moles yeah,
2: You're, you're you a big mean. moment was wasted. You. Pies. No you know what I mean
1: yeah, all, exactly. Alfredo Morelos exactly. knew he, what you
2: meant He's over the hill Done Past it Forget it well. Clement wouldn't touch him With a barge pole
1: Merry Christmas Alfredo If you're listening We'll go back around the grounds On a huge day of Premiership action Next
0: the team with the biggest support in Glasgow and the West. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
1: Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson, Gordon DL in the studio. Building up to kickoffs around the country. Very briefly, let's hear from Philippe Clément and Tony Docherty,
2: saying that this week will define the season of Rangers. It's, it's totally not true. There are, for sure, three competitions after this week that we uh, still will complete.
1: And of course, Tony Docherty going to Eyebrooks today.
3: Every game, as I say, it's, it's important that you try and make sure that your game plan, you execute that over the opponent. And this week we've been analysing uh, Rangers as we would do every team and there's huge strengths in our team, you know that, but there's weaknesses as well. So what you try and do is exploit any weaknesses and any strengths they've got. You try and negate that as much as possible with the, the staff that you've got and the players that you've got and the system that you're going to play. So you need to be your best. You, know, and you, make, you need to make sure that... You're ready for the challenge and, and that's why we'll go down there having had a good week's training looking at how we're going to play and hopefully execute a game plan.
1: We'll be back to Ibrox before kick-off just reflecting on, on the size of this game at Fur Park Motherwell St. Johnson. The guys are floating it as a must-win for Stuart Kettlewell and I'm always interested, Fraser, when the, the, the dice gets rolled, if you like, you know, a couple of weeks ago we saw Stuart Kettlewell you know, try, a, try a front three, three central strikers and it didn't really work and he revisited it and today um, Gordon Dale likes to call him Davor because um, it's, it's better than going for the surname but Davor <laughs> is in for his first league start and there is a first start and it's at all at the club for Georgie Gent as well. Is it all? Is that all feeling a bit like a, a sort of if it's not a last to throw of the dice then one of them?
6: Yeah, I think it's a great uh, name to call him Davor as well because I struggle with his name Get the teeth back in as well but I think a lot of it's down to injuries as well. Uh, Gordon, when you look at the, the the subs bench, they've got five young lads, McDermott Wells, two Ross lads in white. So they've only got three experienced players on the bench who, who are recognised first-team players, right? and they're all strikers. Theo Baird, Ollie Shaw, and Connor Wilkinson, and the, you know I'm told they're going to tuck Stephen O'Donnell in as a right-sided centre back. I thought he might have changed his formation to a 4-4-2, but it's not, it's gonna be it's gonna the same formation as, as usual. And Stephen O'Donnell's gonna tuck in as right-sided centre back. So I think it's probably needs must. But Dava was brought in as a as a kind of a big name player on a, on a good salary and a work permit as well during the summertime, and he's not played. And that was, well, that was down to the former Lennon Miller, who played really well at the start of the season. But Lennon's been injured for a number of weeks now, and he still hasn't played. So I, I don't know if that tells you anything. Stuart Ketterwell was the manager at the time, but uh, yeah, I, I thought he might have changed things today, he changed it around. But he's, he's sticking faith with his tried and tested system, and he's going to try and get Blair Spittle who's probably been the best player this season, into attacking areas and BRF as well. That's the two players who probably can. You can look themselves in the mirror this year, but you uh, know John Obika's back from injury, so they've got a wee bit of an attacking threat there. But if they need changes elsewhere, then it might be down to the young lads, and sometimes that's good. Sometimes a wee bit refreshing. But uh, certainly troubled times at, at Mother One. I think Stuart's problem is that you know, the club is run by the supporters and if supporters turn on him today then the supporters, reps and people on the board might have to they may have to do something as, as well and he's not had a chief exec, Alan Burrows left a year ago and he's not been replaced either so he's not got that comfort of somebody there who's maybe batting for him in the, in the boardroom as well I, I really like Stuart and he, he's got a reputation been a really good coach but... He can't keep losing games, he said that himself He can't keep losing games And the manner of the defeat in midweek against Ross County And if he lose today, it might be the manner of the defeat That might uh, decide one way or another whether he stays or goes
1: You can debate amongst yourselves who out of short Kettlewell And Barry Robson needs the win more But Dave Galloway, the booing when David Watson's fine goal Hit the back of the net midweek Told its own story Is it safe to say the Pataudry faithful won't be Very patient if this game doesn't start well today?
7: No, absolutely, Gordon. I mean, you'd expect Hearts to go right at Aberdeen from the first whistle, try and turn the home sport against the team. And the way things are going right now, that would not uh, take much at all. And a, a victory for the Jam Tarts also would see them uh, move to double Aberdeen's points total in the Premiership. They go 13 uh, points ahead of the Dons, which clearly, from a, a home perspective, would be you know totally unacceptable.
6: Yeah, let's hear from Barry Robson An exciting one, hopefully We hope to try and create chances as we always do uh, Hearts are a good side A uh, lot of good players The squad's been there a while So they all know each other well And um, it's a game that we're, we're really looking forward to As I said, it's it's good when you can get a game that comes along quickly After we got beat the other night And uh, hopefully we can go and try and get the three points for the fans I'll say one thing, since I've been here The fans have been absolutely brilliant And they were frustrated the other night And disappointed, and I get that and rightly so. You know, we want to go and win the game for them. Um, but for me, the fans have been outstanding. I, I I could not have asked for any more support from them. And um, the other night they were frustrated and they, and, and, and they let us know that. And rightly so. So we need to go out and try and win the game for them. Looking forward to that one
1: greatly at Petaudre, St Mirren against Ross County. Um, Roger Hanna, it's almost like the, you know, Hugh was saying earlier, you know, would you put St Mirren in the bracket of a good season so far And I, th- I think you would have to But it's maybe in that balance And fixtures like this Can maybe sway it one way or the other As we head into this busy schedule Number
0: three, Scott Number five, Richard.
1: Well that's the best, the biggest delay of all time Roger Hannah's still listening to last week's show I think We'll try and get that uh, cleared up Livvy Hibbs David Friel Yeah You're the you're the man David Friel You had St Johnstone gone A few weeks ago Um <laughs> where, where do we stand on, on Livy because it sort of reminds me about, of Hamilton Aki's in a way where eventually they keep proving everyone wrong so people say well you can never write them off, they'll never go down and then it comes round again and people say well you know they're, they're bound to eventually and is this their year. It feels like it's all a bit negative at Livy at the moment.
9: Yeah, it certainly is all a bit negative, Gordon But I, I'm still not writing them off I, I, I know what you mean in terms of Hamlet Aki's, And I suppose everybody at the start of every season thinks you know, Can Livy hang on again? But I spoke about this earlier in the season Livy have got a really strong squad For whatever reason, things aren't happening for them But I think David Martindale is a good enough manager And I think they've got good enough players to get out of this um, It's a horrible run they're on I mean, the, the goal thing is becoming a real problem Obviously, six defeats in a row don't think Davey's under any pressure to lose his job or anything at the moment. But they obviously need to stop this rock quickly. But I, I do still think they can get out of this. I, I don't think Livingston will go down. I think it could potentially go to the wire, but I still think they've got a squad. Even if you look at the bench today, as I say, you know, guys like Noobly and Bruce Anderson, Stephen Kelly on the bench, they've got options. Um, they're a good enough squad to get out of this trouble.
1: Let's hear from Davey Martin, Bill. When any of these
4: teams come to Livingston, we've got more than a a good opportunity if we perform on the day to take points from the game but I know how well Nick's done since he's been in the building I think he's he's done a very very good job you can see the progression in the players since he's been in there
1: and here is Nick
4: yeah it's a quick turnaround that's what you get in this Christmas period so no time to to dwell on anything and, and you have to look uh, look at the next game and that for us is, is Livingston and yeah we'll go there we we know exactly what's what it's going to offer it's going to be a tough game It's not an easy place to go. They're a physical side, um, well organised, and and yeah,
2: we'll we'll go there looking to get result like we do every week. I would have to contradict David Friel, my old friend, my fellow hack. I don't think you could say that Libby have a strong squad on the back of six defeats in a row, not a goal in eight and a half hours, and you know, if if it's seven defeats in a row, then thank Kevin's they, they do it have a good squad
1: I think you could both be right in a way though David Field because I get what you mean you look through individually it feels like there are a good few players at least in there that you think would do a job for the other teams round about them
9: yeah yeah, exactly Gordon but my, my point was really if you, if you think back to the Hamilton Aki's team you're talking about eventually get relegated you kind of felt they were doomed they, they didn't look as if they really belonged in the top league anymore I don't think you can say the same about I get the results haven't been good but if I look through that team and look through the experience i have got there I still think Livy might be okay this season I'll, So I'll contradict you
1: Well listen, you can't have Livy and St Johnson going down So you have to pick one of them But we'll leave it there for now Livy against Hibbs at the Tony Macaroni The kickoffs are coming next And we go back to Ibrooks after these
0: The winning team All season long This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: Three o'clock on a Saturday, still the place to be for football. Can't beat it, we've got five games in the Scottish Premiership this afternoon. We've given you team news ahead of them all, but let's go back to Ibrooks and build up to kick off for the match against Dundee with Andrew McLean.
5: Yeah, just waiting for the teams to make their way out the tunnel for this one. I'll give you a recap of the starting lineups. Five changes for Rangers from that 1-0 win over Hearts midweek, and of course, some of those down to injuries as well. The likes of Tom Lawrence, Danilo are out for oh, until at least the winter break which will be a big blow for them Connor Goldson rested so Goldson, Lawrence McCausland Danilo and Yilmaz all dropping out in comes Suter Cifuentes, Matondo Dessers and Barisic so Jack Butlin Will continue in goal for Rangers today. The back four, James Tavernier, John Souter, Leon Valligan and Borna Barisic. The two holding midfielders, John Lundstrom and Jose Cifuentes. Providing the width, Ravi Matondo and Abdallah Seema. Todd Cantwell in the number 10 role behind Cyril Dessert. The substitutes, McCrory, Yilmaz, Goldson, Lammer, Sterling, Roof, Davies, King, and McCausland. Just the one change for Dundee from that 3 all draw against Motherwell, Owen Beck drops out of the squad altogether, he's been very impressive this season in that left wing back role but he's not fit enough to make the squad today in comes Ricky Lamy for him so Trevor Carson in goal, the back 3 Juan Portales, Joe Shaughnessy and Ricky Lamy. Jordan McGee and Aaron Donnelly are the 2 wing backs Lyle Cameron, Maliki Boating, and Luke McCowan, the 3 central midfield players, Amadou Bakayoko and Zach Rudden are the front two. The substitutes for them, Legstons, Kerr, Tiffany, Ashcroft, Mulligan, Robinson, Riley, Robertson and Silla. The referee is Kevin Clancy. The VAR for this one is Stephen Kirkland. Rangers still unbeaten of course under Philip Clement and since he came in as well they've actually got the best points per game record in the Scottish Premiership. It's maybe just a lack of full 90 minute performances that the fans have seen from this side. There's not been Real displays of attacking talent, you know, with the clinical end to them as well. We've seen it on some occasions, certainly, when they beat Dundee 5-0 at Dens Park last month. But they just want to see a few more appearances like that. Danilo, of course, missed a few good chances midweek. Cyril Dessers has done that on a few occasions, but he gets the nod today with Danilo, of course, out for an extended period of time. Kamaru not ready yet to play 90 minutes because of his ongoing injury and fitness issues you wonder if they could put on that type of show today or can Dundee build on what has been a really good start to the campaign for them, Tony Doherty in his first season in charge as a manager Dundee back in the top flight they could be happy, 7th place just four Premiership defeats as I mentioned earlier only Celtic and Rangers have lost fewer in the league so far this campaign and something that they will look to surely try and take advantage of today is set pieces, There's a big area for them more goals than any other side in the division from set pieces, a third of their goals in the league this season have come from set pieces if you include penalties as well, they've scored one of those that's more than a third, so something Rangers will need to be wary of, although they will be happy with their defensive record since Philip Clement came in and I think a few players will be looking for big performances as well today Jose Sufentes, it was Tom Lawrence, it was favoured to him midweek, but I thought when Sifuentes came on it took him a bit of time to get into the game, but certainly the second half at Tynecastle was his best display in a Rangers shirt, because he had looked off the pace previously, so he'll be looking to build on that as well. Serial Dessels, of course, there's been plenty of talk about what Rangers fans want and need to see from him. Robbie Matondo as well has been in and out of the team. He's had injuries issues of his own. He is favoured to Ross McCausland who's had bright spells, the youngster and has of course had a, a very good season making his Northern Ireland debut. Got his first Rangers goal in Europe. But Robbie Matondo in, he'll want to make that wide position his own. And he'll want to show the sort of attacking intent that Abdallah Seema has done on the other side. But we are just underway at Ibrox.
0: Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Goal Flashes. With m Green Pharmacy. Make your life that little bit easier. Use their free prescription delivery.
1: Come on then you hopeless duds Give me the Saturday afternoon Akka you struggle when there's only two or three games on Goodness oh. knows how you'll get
2: all five But give it a bash Can you let me leave Ibrooks till last Because there's a story attached here well. Ross County to win in Paisley Take that and party St Johnston will lose at home Mother rather will win at home Against St Johnston I think it's 13 lucky for Stuart Kettlewell Hibbs will beat Libby away And Hearts will get a draw at Pataudry. Now, there was a lady in the supermarket this morning who helped me (laughs) through the personal checkout because she could see me struggling. The personal
1: (laughs) checkout is (laughs) such a good word for it. Anyway.
2: (laughs) And she said at the end of it all, please, can you do me a favour? Don't tip Rangers to win today because I have to live with him. And I assume that was her husband <laughs> I have to live with him If you get your predictions wrong And he thinks you do it deliberately But I'd love to help you And thank you for your help this morning But I think Rangers will beat Dundee
1: After all of that Well um, yeah. yeah. I
3: think the teams who need to win Must win will win today oh. So I think Aberdeen will beat Hearts today I think Motherwell will beat St Johnson Hibs will beat Wivy away from home St Mirren
4: home win against Ross County And Rangers to beat Dundee well, I'm not too far away from that. I'm going Rangers to beat Dundee, full house. St Mirren to beat Ross County. Motherwell to beat St Johnston. Livingston-Hibbs, a draw. And I'm going for AFC.
2: To <laughs> Before the AGM. Uh,
1: it only took Jose Fuentes 20 seconds to hit one from distance that was saved. So Rangers going on the front foot don't get me wrong a routine save not not particularly close but never, derby's got that goal chain
3: off Nevertheless <laughs> <laughs> <it's taken laughs> I up four happy days the other day. To get that goal chain off yeah. according
1: to one caller uh, the first goal in Scotland goes to cove rangers down at annan um it's a fair old journey that one you'd have to imagine but there we go cove one up at the moment in case we get any early goals let's oh, set yeah. this up for the okay. afternoon Hugh kevens
0: the first half teaser with the scottishsun.co.uk slash football for the best football news and opinion online
2: we have Switzerland in our Euro 24 group of course that's to come in the summertime today's question there have been five Swiss players at Celtic or Rangers since season 2016 17 naming them Five Swiss players Have been at Celtic Or Rangers Since the season 2016 2017 Who are they? Good question Topical Relevant
1: Doable It's all there At Clyde SSB We need one tweet With all of the correct names on it And you need to beat everyone else It's a bit of a race You can go for the old It's the taking part that counts If you're that way inclined But who's got time for that? We need a bit of glory You need to beat everyone else Mm -hmm. So at Clyde SSB Annan is the place to be A sentence I've never said before huh. But Annan won Cove won After five minutes And what a big afternoon it is For the Palmerston Pep If we're on the old must win territory I don't know where he is He certainly could be doing with one It's Montrose nil Queen of the South One Lee Connolly And that's a tough fixture as well Montrose mm-hmm. away Not easy okay. What about the grass? Did you hear about him? The grass? The grass, deal. Well, he met no. Marvin Bartley in the gym the other day and he says by the way <laughs> you've been getting it tight on the show <laughs> from you as well no I've seen uh, from him. you guy we it. know that on a Saturday afternoon he can't hear us yeah he's so, a
4: lovely guy I love big, the big man but I had to did, you, of just,
1: did you just say the big man again because you can't remember his name I know big <laughs> <Martin>. big, um, <laughs> Marvin
4: Marvin I love Marvin he's a, a ter- terrific lad and is I is met him and by the way I've got to say He's, he's still he's still high in confidence He believes in his players And that's a great start It'll be a difficult afternoon Good game up at Montrose But well done Big Marv. Ooh,
1: big chance Dundee One on one Think Lyle Cameron eventually uh, And a huge save Jack Butland If uh, uh, there's a phrase that you do say quite often About yeah. Rangers at the moment It's a huge save Jack Butland So that um, yet again proving his worth You uh, talk
2: about contenders for player of the season uh, and I know that the, the focus tends to be Matt O'Reilly would be an immediate contender uh, But Butland, just for the, the, the work that he does uh, Whenever he's called upon It's a tremendous show of concentration And that uh, appears to have been another contribution He won't
1: thank us for this Because it can clearly uh, Hold on, we've got an opener at Ibrooks
0: Goal Flashes with m Green Pharmacy
1: Jack Butlin can't do anything about this one And Dundee take the lead from that resulting corner It falls to Bakayoko And he makes no mistake to put the visitors in front With
2: five minutes on the clock It's Rangers nil, Dundee one Early tension for Philippe Clement, As I say, today is reminiscent of The day when he drew at Pataudry And failed to take advantage of Celtic dropping points the day before Now today the exercise for him is to put Celtic under pressure tomorrow at Clamart, but that's an early and shocking setback. Now I can see why that lady at checkout asked you not yeah. to predict. Yeah,
0: him.
3: yeah. Well, I did say about Dundee that they carried a threat oh. earlier on. I said they wouldn't come to the Ibrox and try and storm all Rangers. They've got players that can cause problems, and Bakiyoko is certainly one <laughs> of them. It's been a good a good season. For what are you laughing at? You're just I that did off. say that, did I not? Um, yeah, and there we go. Who it's did Back cool. Who did you
4: tip to in the game? Well Rangers But I say. Dundee
3: you know. would carry a threat And they have So
4: there Yeah not a great start um, and For Rangers Yeah it's A great start no. for Dundee Oh terrific for Dundee um, It gives them so much confidence oh, oh, A set oh, play whoa, 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 whoa. What's up?
1: Var Is that going to be uh, Andrew McLean's Is there Because you always have to Kind of wait Don't you nowadays So we'll just wait and see No it's fine All good All yeah. go. I thought there was that Usual delay
4: Mm. Yeah um, Listen a Terrific start for Dundee Tony Docks went down there with a game plan I don't think he would have thought it would have went as well After five minutes But well done to them uh, Something to to build on or hold on to Whatever way you want to look at it But it's a confident
2: start from the, if they the build, visitors If they build on it would be Bedlam At Ibrox mm. uh, Great
1: start Great start Dundee yeah. um, I was just about to Praise Jack Butland we were talking about to save yeah. mark and say that at this stage I'm sure he will eventually you can't imagine him making a mistake. Really. You know, it's that yeah. sort of, it's not that every save is wonderful out of this world top drawer. You can't really imagine him making a mistake, but he's been terribly exposed by his defence on this occasion. Of course. I think he's been a,
3: a brilliant signing arguably <laughs> Ranger's best signing. Um and it was needed because when such a, a figure like Alan McGregor weaves yeah. a club but weaves a gaping hole in there you need someone that's going to come in and be assured and Rangers were struggling a wee bit he's come in certainly been the top performer I think in this Rangers side but couldn't do anything for the goal this afternoon um, so it's it's going to be a tricky it sounds like it's going to be one of those tricky afternoons for Rangers they've got Daniel out Warrens out you know you hang your hopes in yeah. Dessers
1: anyway that's the only goal in our Premiership games so far a couple down The Divisions. You can stay in touch all afternoon, remember, at Clyde SSB. Of course, we want the answers to that first-half teaser. But if you want to just send a message to the guys, get your thoughts over, uh, you can do that as well. How are you all, actually? The Cash for Kids lunch yesterday, Hugh. I had you on a tight leash. You were at my table. You were to my immediate left. You and I had to do the show last night. Correct. So when the first couple of glasses of wine went down I thought okay this is one to be monitored <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was
8: then
1: it was then fine it was then fine was so like, absolutely there absolutely was a rumour
2: that every time you went to the uh, toilet a <laughs> like, wine go, glass go. no no no, <laughs> no. 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 See, the dazzler the dazzler was the bad influence at my side because he kept on saying go on have another <laughs> one go <laughs> was on one. was
4: topping him up but you um, see I thought
2: yesterday you looked like Gordon Duncan looked like the man from the milk tree advert with these. Dark cl- clothing and he's mm. pulling, he's pulling, pulling smart, it. I, I went dressed as uh, uh, a geography teacher. No, mm. no, no. R- what's his name? The Crystal Palace manager. Roy oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I went. I went dressed as him. Uh, but today uh, we've gone completely in the other direction. We've just gone scruffy.
1: And what about? You, um, I was fine. Do you remember getting home?
2: Yes, sure, yeah, yeah 100%. That's I A slightly fine. different message I, <laughs> from the one
1: I received this morning. But anyway.
4: Oh, I don't know who told you <laughs> My that. Sources out there I, was, um, that I was, um, I was home very early indeed, yes,
1: but it starts early. So, this is the thing, I'm not being fooled by this. You're at the hotel by 11 a.m., so just because you maybe say, Oh, I was home for eight or nine, that oh, I was home
4: well before
3: that. That's
1: not that's not great, though.
4: Yeah, I heard you were. Offending everybody that you
3: came
1: across <laughs> um, in the bar I, I, I didn't yep.
4: offend anyone I, I like a bit of humour As we all know uh, I don't know if the person <laughs> took it <laughs> No, they took it, out uh, And I don't know if I'll be still employed You in actually it, uh, sound, by next You sound week.
1: a bit better than I thought you would that, that, that's I was all at the of, gym this morning
4: Working you. out, so it showed you uh-huh. that I can go and enjoy myself, but I know where' it's time temp- yeah. responsible. Not like this man here. Well, this is
1: the thing, right? You know, I am off treaty he went. on this show, and I always will to remind everyone to drink responsibly. But I was at home last night, obviously, putting the Christmas tree up, that sort of thing, thinking about you all, worried about you all, and I thought, there is one mistake, there is one crucial mistake, one crucial trap that DL could be falling into right now. Trying to keep up with him. <laughs> oh no, no, <laughs> that is your problem. <laughs> no, right? uh, just, that is just,
4: impossible. Just know,
1: everyone should know the limitations. <sighs> should just don't don't try and compete because that 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 was what was worrying me. I thought you would try and match. Absol- Mr. Wilson. no no no. That would not end well for you because he um, is um, goes uh, experienced. a, a yeah, experienced.
7: Yeah yeah
4: yeah. I you, was experienced. I, I know, yeah. but you just we started early. There's
3: absolutely no chance <laughs> I would even go be by one p.m. With ah.
1: On a more important note, just ever so slightly, yeah. over £400,000 yeah. raised for cash for kids. If you were there, if you bid on anything in the auction, if you donated any of the prizes, you stuck your money in the envelope, whatever it was, a sensational effort. Thank you so much. The scary thing is, like that, you know, we need more than that, and that's why, we, you know, we still do lots of other things.
2: But the, but for, the people for one who came, it was incredible from the G15 group uh, G15 being the postcode for Drumchapel somewhere close to my heart I lived there for years and the lovely lady who came and the the two young people she brought with her to explain what is required and uh, what they do and uh, how well it works I thought it was inspirational on their part and What a privilege to be there yesterday.
1: Yeah, they were at your table. They
3: were at my table, yeah. Mm I was chatting away to them. I thought they'd done remarkably well to go up there and speak in front of that room about something so personal to them. But it's just, uh, it's a bit overwhelming when you see the videos um, that were put up there and show and the amount of money raised. It's just such a worthy cause. Um, But needs to keep happening. Every single year And have we got the auction Next yes. week yeah, Next, so. Saturday, next yeah. week So it's always An important part We always look forward to that But a, a tremendous effort By all the the Team at yeah. Cast for kids To pull it together
1: Well done Great money raised The three wise men He says um, <laughs> Made it just about This afternoon So we're all good We'll see how they fare Come 10-6 to 6, Queen's Park Are a goal up on Inverness A few moments ago Jack Turner Put them in front, and I'll tell you what the championship can be—the place to be. What about the big Gordon D. L. Derby last yeah. night? Oh, a a legend that both Wraith Rovers and Partick Thistle. I'm sure you would agree. A seven-goal thriller. <laughs> Wraith were 2 0 up, then Thistle pulled it back and went three-two in front, and then it finished four-three to Wraith in the driving rain in Kirkcaldy. It was magnificent. Well, Hugh what
2: a job Ian Murray is doing. Yeah, you know he's top of the league. Ahead of Dundee United, everyone's overwhelming favourite to go up at the end of the season. Uh, if Ian Murray's not careful, they get the Aberdeen job. <laughs>
1: um, brilliant for your, yeah.
2: your old team.
4: Yeah, great, up, to, great to see them up there challenging, uh, Gordon. Um, they're in a good position. Dundee United will still be the favourites because I think they can go and strengthen a bit more yeah. in January if they, if they want. They've got a good squad, Dundee United. But are pushed them all away, that was a, a, a terrific result for them last night Especially at home, try and win your home games against the opposition that are in third yep. place So a terrific one for them and well done to them, and hopefully how, they
1: continue How nervous are you that a promotion for Wraith would perhaps supersede what you <laughs> achieved in 1994?
4: Well, that I could never supersede what it's I right achieved right. at no, There's okay. no record, there's no doubt there could beat my record i talking about you personally I'm, I'm talking, talking about, the about team achievement yeah. well, in
3: terms
4: of goals Everything refi- Nobody will ever beat my goals <laughs> I'll right. <me>. <laughs> they'll beat my
3: goals We, we stopped at the same spot For lunch today Coincidentally And A guy was in there And he says Could you record a wee Question for a quiz I'm you hosting
1: can, You can mention it Because I'm in there every Little day Little so
3: My first visit To Barton Road So the, 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 the guy says to us Just anything about your career So I said, okay, right, how, how many goals did I score for Celtic? Recorded. He said, I, I don't know anything about my career. We said, I'll no, just say about the goals. I don't know how many goals I scored. And now he's on
4: air saying, nobody will beat my record.
3: Nobody does not be- even know.
4: I, I, um, I'll, I'll guarantee I'll you, you nobody will beat my
2: record, Kirkcaldy. I nobody. Don't no, I believe you? You'll be
1: talking <laughs> about <you. laughs> goals here. Because
2: no one hangs around. No one hangs around
1: long enough anymore. Gordon DL
2: contradicts that old football saying about there's no iron team. Oh, he's all about me. Yeah, too. yes, that's it. you he told is, me that yesterday. He is a
1: joke because on here, look, there's obviously a bit of bravado attached to it. You know, he's he's a showman. He's performing yeah, yeah, for yeah. his <coughs> adoring audience, talking about how many goals he scores and so on. But yesterday, in a, a, a like a semi-serious conversation told you last night we were sitting next to Alan Gow you remember yeah, Alan Gow yeah, a man yeah, of quite player. a few clubs um, at the Cash for Kids lunch and Gordon was talking about his hip operation that, that he had a few years ago um, but with that serious tone and a sort of straight face he was saying because Alan the thing is that you've got to bear in mind like I scored 240 goals with my <laughs> right foot so there was a lot of wear and tear on my hip but yeah, not even kidding no well, honestly he was going so my, my left was fine but there was just so much wear and tear oh, on, on my right I side I bet Alan
4: was delighted
1: to be well, sitting next, he, he next wanted, to you
4: he wanted to hear about a good career and he certainly got
1: he's that a,
2: information oh, Gowser is from Clyde Bank he's used to chancers yeah, uh, exactly. he's a lovely boy I've got to Chief say first, chancer first, first time him. I met him nice, um,
1: nice guy right Sean Kelly's in a shot to collected white for Livy. St Mirren looking a bit shaky at the back. Jordan White's headed wide. Nothing happening at Fir Park. Very cautious start by both, which is perhaps to be expected. And you've had a message in from your partner in crime last night, Simon Donnelly. Oh, Can you think what that might be referring to? <laughs> yes. <laughs> because I'm glad that Simon is here to remind me. Because all that stuff, see what he's, he's done there? He's tried to trick me he's tried to bang on about the self-service checkout and this prediction that and that prediction oh. last night he put his house on Rangers winning today yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh no oh. The,
2: <laughs> the missus is packing the oh. boxes as so we speak two
1: weeks before Christmas
2: the thing is it need to get past the missus to take it oh, and she's oh, from Drumchapel <laughs> oh. <laughs> so
1: Yeah, give the old tip stuff other um, removal companies are available. What, what one did you mention there, though? Pickford's. Do you, I remember one of the finest pieces of social media criticism we ever received. Do you remember when I had to hire a van to move house? Yeah, I helped right, you. Right, exactly, right. So you and I were driving to the show uh-huh. in the big van Yeah, I was moving house and I think we put a picture on social Paddy media and, and, and someone replied under it, only they put a rogue R in the middle of that <laughs> removal company Cold that yeah. you just <laughs> mentioned. Yeah. And I thought that was yeah, really sad. Right. <laughs> you have to just take your hat off yeah. to that and yeah, say, yeah. yep, pretty yeah, oh, I remember can't, that. Can't grumble. Remind us of your question, please, Hugh.
2: Yes, with the fact that uh, Switzerland, uh, in our Euro 24 group, we have... Put a question about Swiss players As the first half teaser There have been five Swiss players at Celtic or Rangers Since season 2016 2017 Who are they? Or who were they?
1: Who are they? Let's find out Don't forget it's at Clyde SSB Uh, I'm not going to tell you them all just now But I'm going to just steer you in the right direction One who misses out on Certainly the time frame I think Hugh And I can't remember if he actually got an appearance for Rangers I don't think he did Anyway Kevin Mbabu No Why are you looking at me like that Mark Wilson? Well, not remember no. him? I don't remember no. him no. He's famous because he didn't play for Rangers if that makes sense He's one of the Newcastle, Newcastle five, five Who right, by okay. the way out of them all oh. went on to <laughs> He's uh-huh. going to have some career Right. Um, but he's not one of the answers on the teaser which I'm sure will disappoint him if he is listening, that's definitely the most popular uh, wrong answer. Probably just, what would that have been, sort of 2015-ish. Um, so he's he's just a bit out there. Um, and like I say, I don't know if he got an appearance. Where well,
2: did he go is a matter of interest? Well, he
1: was a Newcastle player. He's been playing in, in uh, Germany and Switzerland, I think he's... Uh, Wolfsburg and Fulham. Is it? Who in was the, the other members? The, that Newcastle five? Because I think I played against for Vukic the Yes, the one that he played, was, the he, most. was he played the most. Yeah. Um played against some Shane, Shane Ferguson. He played a couple of the times. Player, he Played kind of wide fullback. He played in the the playoff against Motherwell. I want yeah. to bring that one up. Um, so they uh, Gail Bigreamana, Your right. favourite? No way. Who was it? Who ended <laughs> up at Motherwell? Hold on, this is huge. Goal flashes <laughs>
0: with MD Green Pharmacy. Oh,
1: we've got two. Lawrence Shankland has put hearts one up oh at Pataudry. That will not go down well. Mm. It boosts Lawrence Shankland, it boosts hearts. It doesn't do much for Aberdeen. Speaking of guys that need a goal, I wonder how this qualifies.
0: Goal flashes with MD Green Pharmacy.
1: Cyril Dessers, the much maligned. He was likened to a traffic cone by one caller last night. A bit harsh, perhaps, <laughs> but he has scored. It was a powerful strike at the second attempt. It was deflected. I know I hear you all saying that most of his goals are deflected, but they all count clearly. And this was a powerful strike. Deflected high into the net for Dessers. And it's Rangers 1, Dundee 1.
2: A home in Bears Den has been taken off the market today. <laughs> So that's, I mean, the the fact that it's a deflection. That earlier on today, I watched uh, Crystal Palace lose 2 1 to Liverpool, and the, the first, the equalising goal for Liverpool was a. Ho- Mo Salah hit the ball, but a horrible mm. deflection. No, I'm not going to
1: dwell on. on the deflection, it was just a throwaway line. But anyway, he's equalised Hugh, and um, early enough, if you like, that the, the
2: Rangers fans will maybe feel a bit calmer about things. Well, it's just you know, when. Bakayako scored for uh, Dundee it immediately became a test of character for the Rangers players and they have responded yeah big goal um,
4: listen it doesn't matter how it goes in the back of net Dessers will claim it that's what he's there to do um, get on the end of things get goals get his team back into this game and uh, I think Rangers probably with the most of the possession I could imagine they'll find the net again
1: I yeah. go at Putaudry as well just quick about you before we move on to that one Mark you sometimes feel that for the and it's not a guarantee. there is no exact science but the 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 plan if you like sometimes you, you need to hold out a bit longer maybe if you're Dundee just to let that real frustration set in that's not a bad um, a bad length of time it's taken for Rangers to respond
3: yeah a good response from them Because it would have been A bit edgy And Ibrox With Dundee taking the early lead But like Dessers is in there To, to do a job And to try and score goals Said again It would be a big afternoon For him Because he's in there Through necessity Not on merit probably But the goal <coughs> Will do his confidence No harm So Rangers back in it You'd expect him To, to go on uh, And maybe add to that Before half time
1: Yeah Seema shot now Tight angle saved At the near post By Carson So a corner Um
8: First just time that
1: either keeper Has been involved now At Fur Park Liam Kelly punched a, a kind of low Gallagher cross Away uh, Carey's at a shot From the rebound Comfortable save By Kelly So St Johnson The most threatening You so can just
2: imagine The hostility of the atmosphere At Pataudry now You know yeah. Barry Robson uh, It's a horrible afternoon mm-hmm. Because uh, they're oh. A goal Down Halfway through The first half Pressure Mounting well, but I
1: think one thing that unites all football fans that there is nothing better than aggressive booing when yeah. your team concedes. And did you hear it the other night? Yeah, it was one of the old timers. So the, I think um, the horror
2: be... story of all horror stories would be if Livy won today, sending Aberdeen down, possibly bottom, certainly joint um, bottom of the league the week before yeah. a cup final.
1: I agree I mean symbolically The problem is down there There's a few games in hand For some teams And it, mm. it kind of Makes it more difficult To get an accurate representation Greg Kelty's hit the bar Nice one too uh, With Tanzer um, Nick Montgomery's doing The universal sign for You know Focus head in the game Pointing to oh, his temples Yeah To the Hibs players <laughs> They've been a bit off it so far See that's the beauty of radio You try and paint the picture But everybody yeah. knows Wonder if anyone's doing it yeah. Do think anyone's out listening Just doing it Just in, in response yeah. Um, what quite a team joy. Marvin Bartley's assembled Alex Ferguson scored uh, Which is quite something um, And Troasnell, Queen of the South Two now for mm, the yeah. Palmerston Pep Oh, 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 oh Kevin Clancy's going to the monitor For the hard what school? Is that? No, <laughs> well, that was about ten minutes ago <laughs> I know, <that's> quite <laughs> um, at Ibrox. Ibrox And it was after a Rangers corner Never. So is it a penalty check? You would have to exp- that it is unless there is something else that's happened um, sort of off the ball but yeah you would imagine he's going to go and have a good old look there yeah you would well, have you to expect, assume it's yeah. from the corner I
4: yeah. expect he'll be given uh, uh, I, 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 I had the penalty of 33 minutes region. I'm only kidding on <laughs> I'm only kidding
2: on to the Rangers fans listening well, you, <laughs> That you was 34 minutes You get everything in there <laughs> <laughs> Everything in there for a joke <laughs> Kevin Clancy the referee
1: Very quick check Penalty given Rangers have a penalty They are level at the moment Against Dundee But a golden chance from 12 yards James Tavernier <sighs> has missed a few this season He's scored a few as well though uh, And I'm sure there's very little debate about who takes it although uh, remember we had someone point out that actually his his conversion rate his percentage actually isn't that high it's not abnormally high it isn't no he's (coughs) he's, um, I'm surprised with that He's not what you would call an outstanding penalty taker in the sense that... He's taking a lot. Um, yeah. yeah, he has. He's a joint-top
4: goalscorer in the league. When he finishes he his away, Rangers career, he'll need to have a hip
1: operation with that right foot. He, <laughs> that he has the chance, as Mark says, to go top scorer in the Premiership outright. Of course, uh, Matt O'Reilly could respond tomorrow and some others throughout the afternoon. Um, but it is going to be a James Tavernier penalty looking to put Rangers in front... With about 25, 24 gone at Ibrox, he steps up on this occasion and...
0: Goal flashes with MD Green Pharmacy.
1: Sends Trevor Carson the wrong way. Rangers are 2-1 up against Dundee at home. After falling behind, it has flipped on its head.
2: So the woman from Sainsbury's can go back and talk to him and <laughs> say that he tipped Rangers to win and they did.
1: Uh, it is for a pull on... Abdallah Sima and I know right I, we will debate it I'm sure later on Monday night so on even if it is a stonewaller there's bound to be people who don't think it should have been given all the rest of it but see before we even get to that why are players still pulling yeah. each other because see this defence that you sometimes hear and, and I get it because that's what you do as a fan where you say Ah, but you know, is there enough of a pull? And how come it wasn't given at the other end? And I get all that, and they, they, that is all legitimate. But in terms of controlling what you can control, why are players pulling each other in the VAR age? There's just no explanation for it.
4: Um,
1: because
3: I know gonna... lazy
4: defending. would yeah, you I, say, I, Mark?
3: I, Probably, yeah. Um, probably about both what you said there—reflex action, but lazy defending. You know, the, the attacker just getting that half yard on you, but. You've got to get it drilled into your head now that there's just every chance that it's going to be given against you a penalty. So players need to start understanding that. Um, but we've not seen it. But a pool's a pool.
1: No, like I, I said, if, it's, not, if it's spotted, I, it should be I'm not saying on this occasion there isn't room for debate, and I get the frustration and people, like I say, people will compare incidents and then say, oh, because we know that it's a, it's a, it can be a bit of a grey area where. The referees can ask to judge, you know, what impact does it have? Is it stopping the player getting to the ball? Mm. That's why not every shirt pull is a penalty. They, they, they try and look at, is the player getting to the ball? Is the pulling prolonged? Is the player sort of, you know, clearly in front of the opponent when he's getting away from him and, and then he's pulled back? So there's different criteria. But like you say, Gordon, you know, we've seen now, um, because of the handball, we've seen the thing, you know, where. <coughs> defenders, put the hands behind the yeah. back sort of thing I, I, I'm just surprised that we've not quite caught up yet and that you just even I, I get the argument, Marco I'm sure tell us, if you lose your man at a corner you're going to get lambasted for mm-hmm. that but, but surely now players would be quite within the right to say well, I can't pull him either. Yeah, yeah
4: because you've you're got to give the danger away of a penalty kick and uh, that's what's happened today we've not seen it um, so it's hard to comment on it but you're right I think that players have got to get a little bit more intelligent in the box now. You know, there's marking and try to. As Mark quite early says we've been there. If you lose your man and he puts the ball in the back of net, you know you're getting a roasting off the manager. So sometimes it's just out of desperation. Um, and you're hoping that you're going to get away with it, but obviously it's not happening for Dundee. I wonder the best it. way
3: of combating it, though, if, you, if you're a manager, because it's going to continue to happen. Players are If you're asking players to man-mark, and so much is on the line at set-pieces, and it's just that we split setting. Hugh's right, it's a reflex action sometimes. I wonder if managers will start going zonal, just marking your zone. Now some managers preferred it. I think mark, was it Martin O'Neill's team used to mark zonally. And just command their area So they're not even so they touching a, big, a player Here's the thing This side. is the
1: thing Hopefully you should, You're still allowed A bit of physical contact That's the point And see if you two are right next to each other You know kind of shoulder to shoulder And you maybe grab his his shirt a little bit You still might get away with that one It's the one where he's running away from you So you've got your hand at full stretch yeah. You then see the shirt getting put They're just getting given all the time yeah. And for the umpteenth time Before people put words in the mouth not necessarily saying that that is, is applied here, but generally, the ones we've seen this season, yeah. um, we do have a goal elsewhere to tell you about.
0: Goal flashes with MD Green Pharmacy.
1: 11 nil, Hibbs won, and it's that man, Martin Boyle. Quite often, Hibs' main attacking threat, maybe not at his flying best this season. But to guide it, and it might have taken a bit of a deflection,
2: and it's probably harsh on Livy on the balance of play. But there we go. Well, on the basis that Livy have now gone nine hours without scoring a goal, that's pretty, that's what we're done with. Then uh, Hibs will get three points there. Um, <laughs> your, your one you're arguing already? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it They haven't scored for nine hours What are they I going know, to do with this? they
4: have got to get a goal sometime. All of your arguments
2: on, about penalties And reflex action And this, that, the other All very compelling All very sensible But you're looking at social media now, Gordon And I know I know Social media's reaction is Rangers get another penalty It's a fix <laughs> It's a fix But for Martin Boyle I've
3: seen 300 appearances for, for
1: Yeah, great um, ends, that's,
3: that's some return But he's definitely a threat I mean not as quick as the guy to my left apparently Correct. When he was playing but Flying machine who can kind of finish yeah.
1: uh, The Hearts fans are in good voice at Pataudry And understandably so Because it came at the same time as all that drama At Ibrox we overlooked it a little bit But they will be Expecting a
2: response Before the break Would, they, some give him, oh, yeah. would they give him cup final? Oh, oh. Such a strange scenario isn't it? No, I, I think I, I personally think they would For this reason <clears> That if you remove the manager tonight, assuming that he loses the game, if you mm-hmm. remove the manager, you kind of, and then you get the AGM on Monday, you're kind of throwing the club into turmoil. I mean, they have no chance whatsoever as things stand, but you're making it even you worse. you say that at Pataudry a couple of weeks ago. You think you would learn your lesson? No, it's panto season. I mean, mm. but seriously, <laughs> you'd throw the club into the kind of yeah. turmoil that you really don't need in the lead up to a cup final. Yeah, I think...
1: I mean, what what's the message there then that you think you know, you, that the the reason you don't have a chance of beating Rangers in the cup final is because Barry Robson's the manager? I no. mean, you get, you get the point that obviously a run of defeats, a bad run of form, eventually leads to a manager losing his job. What sort of what thought, sort of roll of the dice is it to just sack him cup final week? Yeah, but especially
4: when they've got the AGM, they might just cover cover themselves with because they're going to come in for a lot of criticism at that AGM if Aberdeen lose today. Let's be honest, yeah, and fan, a lot will be about managers. That, though, don't yeah. the manager.
1: because you're still you're still the board that appointed them or whatever. So it's not like they would turn up midweek and say, "Oh, you know, great call, well done," and we move on.
4: Yeah, I, I don't, I don't particularly think that the will stick when we feel loses today. Seriously, yeah yeah I think I think you could, uh, well, um, could be out of a job days before a cup final well it's a week I think you could be out of the job
1: Aberdeen fans are actually getting right behind the team at the moment they are trying to spur them on uh, it's another goal for Lawrence Shanklin though and as we said everything along these lines is viewed through a German lens for now Hugh that'll do
2: his chances every time no harm yeah you know the as long as he maintains that kind of form uh, he'll have all manner of controversy to deal with because in the January window the Rangers fans will want Shankland at Ibrooks. Hearts will have to contend with that kind of pressure um, and Philippe Clement uh, you know already people speaking about the, the hug he gave Shankland after the game midweek when he said what's your sort code and what's your account number <laughs> um, so you know but Fair play to Shankland. No matter what is written or said about him, he just keeps on scoring.
1: Uh, yeah, he certainly does. At the moment, I tell you what a week it was because obviously we were reflecting on the Euro draw and so on. And you know, back at the start of the week, we were speaking about the Euros and uh, talking about you know how exciting it would be to to get there. John had m- more than one uh, <laughs> camper van hire company. We should go get in touch. To say that they would, that they could hook us up with a, a camper van. Oh, or really? To drive to what, and, oh, I, to, to oh, Germany, right? He so, can't,
4: what way would we go down <laughs> M6?
1: He can't drive, Mister <laughs> Keaven's. <I still>, uh, <laughs> Your okay. sense of direction's not great. Oh, I'm starting to have a way to go. So, I think you and I are going to be sharing this, and you are fond of uh, aye, aye, German German uh, yes. or two. He's, he likes I'm sh- going to be the one driving. You drive. That'd be back. great. Then. We you could just about.
3: entertain you. Aye. So
4: that'd be great Carrier oh, Test <laughs> the music on <laughs> <laughs> Proclaimers
1: The music on There you go That'd be brilliant that'd the Turn show the scarves thing. out the window Aye. We'll get back to that
0: Goal Flashes With M&D Green Pharmacy
1: Rangers 3, Dundee 1 and he's rediscovered his goal-scoring touch in recent games, hasn't he? It's Abdallah Sima, towering header from a corner. He has been Rangers' main goal threat all season, really, particularly uh, in these last couple of games. It's a good return from the on-loan Brighton man. Conversations will follow about whether Rangers should try and keep him, but he's here for now and he's put Rangers 3-1 up already. I don't
2: think there's any doubt they should try and keep him. It's the, the cost of keeping him that will be the... Contentious issue for Rangers uh, But it's almost as if Dundee's opening goal Just annoyed Rangers You know the, the game's out of sight now And we're not even at half time Scored
1: too early That's what they say <laughs> <right>? <laughs> what,
3: yeah. Whatever
2: that means Seaman's
3: yeah. been excellent though and Especially in recent weeks Takes him up to 9 in the league So he's ahead was of he time twel- Was he 12 all competitions? Probably yeah Um but he's, he's, Maybe thirteen. He's, we were chatting about midweek that Ronnie makes for the goal at Tynecastle. I'm not too sure if Rangers have had much of that in recent years, where the winger comes inside and a good finish, um, and another one today. So I'm with you. I don't think there's any argument about if Rangers would want to keep him, but.
1: Comes, yeah. comes at a price A header the this line. time as well Gordon front post 13 for the season All competition So there's a bit of variety In the goals there Because he is an aerial threat As well Yeah that's
4: a good thing About it um, You know um, He's getting different Kinds of goals Making good runs He's a danger in the box From the wide areas as well He can go and Obviously score from a header uh, He's been a good player For Rangers I've got to say I thought he had a slow start uh, but he's certainly come on. More games he's playing, the better he's getting. He's scoring goals. He's playing with confidence. Yes, the guys are right. I think Rangers would snap your hand off to keep him. It's just financially.
1: Are both Neil Morton won. Lewis McGrattan on 37 minutes there. The Palmerston Peps, Queen oh. of the South, are 3 nil up at Montrose. Wow. I really look forward to him returning to the show this midweek uh, after. <laughs> a lengthy absence
4: there's a wee team talk I gave him I just gave him a did few, you give him a few a few, few, pointers, few bit, bit, just a bit of encouragement I left him feeling really good about yourself and uh, he's obviously Listen, put that over if he, to if he clear. was in
1: the gym next to you he would have left feeling oh, good about himself good believe me that would be, that's, a, that's a guarantee um, what were you doing today in the gym the 15 I so I'll, I'll, you can obviously wind, you, machine <laughs> you can, and sauna. No, uh, yeah. uh, no, I don't do the saunas. No, that.
4: Aye, that's only because it's shot for yeah, refurbishment uh, I went to <laughs> go, go on holiday for a shot. Um, I'm more of a um, bicep man today. Oh, it <laughs> uh, sounds can like the tell. worst
2: superhero
4: of all time, doesn't it? Bicep
1: man. I'll bicep tell you. Man. I'll tell you what.
4: You wait to see me with my shorts on in the summer, oh, my flip flops. I'd, uh, not. walking down that German main road. Um <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the, the camper van in the distance
1: Dundee have the ball in the net the flag's up for offside though and maybe even a foul on Jack Butland at the same time it all combines to mean that play on in the end um, Kevin Clancy delayed the restart for a, a, a moment or two we've had a check and away we go yes with so the camper van, do you fancy that? I'd Brilliant. much rather fly, I'd much rather that that we didn't have I to, would rather but, go in you know, the camper van. I like van. the camper van idea. Oh. Yeah, but I'll be the one that needs yeah, to drive. That's to do that. No, I'll yeah. we'll share. You won't. do you, you will do the M six. Trust me, this is thing. I know that, Ross, we don't have our jobs. I've I've right, like, where do we I'll go? Navigate. Do we go to Dover? yes, I, I, I would. And go in a boat. So, Hull. No, you can get it for Hull, can't you? Or,
4: or do we go in the train through the tunnel?
1: Various options. Who picks the music? None of none of you three. No but I would I'd put together a nineties playlist. I saw the way I saw the way you were dancing along to Rick Astley. Oh how good. Uh, was right. oh, Rick Astley yesterday. was brilliant. Eh? It was great of you to come dressed up as him as well. I thought there was an that was, uh, A couple there. of people
3: that said if, if Rick could take no I would be a,
0: a good, suitable
3: stand in? in. But uh, I when Rick finished the, the Venga boys came on and I got oh, dragged yeah. up for I, I was I was at the front of the Venga boys.
1: Well, like no, not the actual well Venga Boys The music,
3: The song, uh, song come on Who's that? The
1: Venga, Venga Bus is, is coming. coming Well, that uh, would be us I, then. Was,
3: I was at the front of the well, bus Well, that would be our theme tune the train In <laughs> the dance floor The, the Arson Venga. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that the Venga <laughs> Boys
4: uh, But Rick Astley was brown What
3: about come when he went in the drums? I
4: ah, agree I oh. was very good I really enjoyed him I've got to say I thought it was an excellent
2: performance Nothing to be ashamed of Then revealed that his daughters marrying a Glaswegian so there What age would Rick be? Oh, he's Rick? looking good, isn't he?
1: Are on, are ah, you're he's looking good. He's are you on first name terms. Yeah, now? He,
4: well, I grew up with him. What age would he be? He must
3: be fifty-five. I'm going to say. Did Rick live in Airborne Road?
4: Oh, that,
1: no, but fifty-seven years. Uh, fifty-seven. Oh, no, close, well, I'm yeah. only
4: two, three years in front of him.
1: Yeah. So four I was eight, well. four. four okay, right, God, just, just to be accurate. <laughs> oh, right. Was that was that your era? I like and the to night comes like but a to to i on
4: yeah I yeah, better reckon on you go and they've gone I you up and I was right up on the dance floor I'll bet um, <laughs> I, I that I was guess. the song. Well, was listen it?
1: Whether, it, whether it is a, a camper van or not I, I'm not sure I could be locked in a confined space with you three for that <laughs> length of time but it was quite the week so we, even, we had a caller as well I don't know if you'll remember it was Monday night guy called in from Nuremberg in Germany. Yeah. And he was chatting with me how there's a lot of Scotland fans there they would love to have us over. So there was oh, that. Do you remember I that? I heard that. Then there was, a, there was an update on that. You know how parents are proud of their kids, aren't they? Yeah. It's classic. You're right. And the guy didn't crack a light. He just said he was a Scotland fan. I'm sure it was a family member called in a few nights later and didn't want on. He said, see, just to let you know, that was my son that phoned in. And the reason he's in Nuremberg is because he works for Adidas. And he designed... That beautiful 150th anniversary No way strip. He's our man he well, well, let the, get me- in touch see with the him. messages I've received this week I also received a message from another guy And I'll leave his name out Just in case he wants it And he told me uh, Some of the rock stars That he used to manage Quite a list of Rascals Aye. Um, And said I'm great connections In Germany Let me If I've handled oh. If I've handled X, Y and Z I can handle Keven's Wilson and DL That's yeah. turning oh, okay. yeah. I like Germany. Send me an email yeah. I
3: like ah, Germany it's, it's a lovely country right, okay <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah, well Let's get the tour
3: booked Camper van It's a long way but
1: Thanks for that insight Yes
2: well, You, you know can stay I mean. at home If you want How are you, you driving On the Autobahn Dazzler
1: Oh, I've never
4: really driven abroad. I don't even do it. What oh, do you know? No, oh, I'm, see, I,
1: I, I'm, str- as I'm As soon as I go anywhere, friend. I like to. I'm always car hire everywhere I go. Nah, see, that's nah, not you know, for he, me. He's just done himself out. I am not getting in the car with him. M-
4: I'll do the M6. Mm. I know the M6. I know every <laughs> service station, in the M6. Where you boys want to go and yeah, stop. quite a bit to go after that. Yeah. I know, but that's where I've done my bit from venue to venue The White Cliffs I'm I'm looking at the White Cliffs I'm getting out the, the front seat And giving the keys to somebody else
1: I'm F- passing the baton Falkirk 1, Kelty 0 Aidan and Nisbet with the goal We're in that good time to score territory, aren't we? Just before the break Clyde 2, Stranraer 1, Liam oh. Scullion With the goal there uh, Nothing much else doing for Park sounds Oof. Nervy and quiet and dull um,
4: Is Fraser's up for part today.
1: Yeah, that was that's who I was talking about. Uh, uh, right, okay. um, no, in, in all seriousness, he actually said there was uh, a bit of a better spell from Motherwell, a bit of a spell on top. Gent and Spittle had at least shots on target, saved by uh, Mitov who we know has been excellent so far since he signed for St Johnston. I think we could probably, Hugh, yep. round this off. You get four.
0: The first half teaser. With the Scottish Sun.co.uk slash football. For the best football news and opinion online. Oh, 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 Hold
1: on, hold on, let me Ooh. pause that Because you know we've got a bit of We've got priorities here sometimes And if we've got some drama I should probably tell you About them Let me tell you about this
0: Goal flashes oh. Oh.
1: What? Did you like that? Well, Todd um... Cantwell went through And he scored But the foul had been given just before Like the goal music played in the stadium And the scoreboard changed And Sky Sports News changed um, but that can't be checked by VAR because it, the, you know the, the whistle went before the goal, so there could be a real inquest there if if you know that that turns out that play should have gone on. Bit of a strange one because obviously you're encouraged to sort of or not encouraged, but you think well you might as well, you let the goal stand yeah. and then you can always uh, rule it out the other way. But um, it's not going to stand and Rangers are three one up. Um, to be fair, I mean to be to be fair to. Kevin Clancy It's an early enough whistle Look it's not like he blew it Just as Cantwell Put the ball in the back of the net Um, But nevertheless It's 3-1 For a foul On a Dundee player Uh, Queen of the South 4-0 up Marvin Bartley What a day
2: he's having Uh, Hugh will ditch the music Just give us the question And the answers please There have been five Swiss players At Celtic or Rangers Since season 2016-2017 They are Cedric Eaton Philippe Senderos, Albion Ayeti, Benjamin Sigrist and Florian Camberry Sigrist was the one. Sigrist you should have got him. Well,
1: we don't see very much of him yeah. uh, anymore. John Williams, well done to you, John, third fastest. Matondo in second, and Moif, if I've said that right. My number one, so there we go. Happy with that What did you two? Four
3: Well we got four
2: between well, us Yeah Well, well I got four <laughs> you, you did could get th- four I didn't contribute that much You could easily forget Segrist I mean uh, Signed in 2022 Will go In January If Celtic can find anybody They found somebody To take Barca Therefore he's going to find somebody To take anybody <laughs> That's a good point
3: here Yeah But it's It's been an area that's Plagued Celtic for For a long time now uh, Well Joe Hart's been there But you think before him The number one goalkeeper The backup goalkeeper There's never been that real competition To push um, Hart uh, in, in recent years So I wonder if Celtic will address that Everybody talks about a defender Or a striker for Celtic I wonder if Brendan Rodgers Will be looking for a goalkeeper as well
1: Halftime whistles are Starting to go It's usually down the leagues Because they don't have these VAR delays So they're fine Um Good turnaround there for Stirling Albion. Edinburgh City 1, Stirling Albion 2 Jack Leach with the goal 46 minutes, I've told you they before a wee family connection Good player, me. It's a happy yep. household His well brother incidentally he plays, did. Uh, plays for Edinburgh City but I didn't see him in the squad today so that could have been a, a family affair on the opposition <laughs> um, on opposing sides I should say half time in that one half time starting to go none yet I don't think in the Um, Games out in the Premiership Bit of a weird spell there at Ibrox as well So Dessers has a shot blocked Cantwell saved Tavernier cross hits the bar Dessers goes for an overhead kick And thinks he's been fouled It then is a a free kick to Dundee After all that in the space of like 20 seconds Sounds like Rangers are
4: battering them now Gordon After losing that early goal Um, Dundee under a bit of pressure They'll need to they we'll need to regroup at half-time Because the way that you're sa- sounding there It looks like it'll be
2: more goals in the second half You mean regroup in order not to lose 7 or yeah, 8 one. Yeah,
4: scored one of my hat-tricks against Dundee for Rangers Just thought I'd throw that out there uh-huh. well, Say that again Scored one of my hat-tricks for Rangers against Dundee I
1: think you said Dundee against Rangers a minute ago mm-hmm. No, that's why it confused I mean, me How many hat-tricks do you get for Rangers?
4: One <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, definitely against Dundee How can you Ibro? not Know your own career? Because it was that long it's ago Memory loss That's why It was that long ago I just I only think about Have you still it got now. the balls That you got for your No
1: I would need that, a new house. Hold on In, in, in <laughs> all seriousness <laughs> Not just about you being old Was that a thing? What? Yeah Are you sure? Got a match ball? Yeah Why is that only a yeah. A new thing Gordon? What do you think a, In There must have been it. Right there you are There's your task Find out when did that Start becoming a custom It can't have been forever
3: you're not, tell, you're not ball. telling
1: me back. I believe you, but I'm saying at what point was that introduced? That to me strikes me. It, it can't have been
6: before the I've
4: being coup vouchers as well once. Um, I think anyway, i still go to them if MD wants them. Want
1: Half time at Fir Park, Fraser.
6: Yeah, it will be a, a long report here. Motherwell, Nelson, Johnson, Nil, no goals. Played a pretty subdued atmosphere, little to lift either set of supporters really slow start to the game caution by both sides but that's understandable Mother, of course in poor form St Johnson the away side happy to sit back and it was 20 minutes before we would even hit ball near either goal and it was uh, a low Tony Gallagher across was punched away by Liam Kelly rebound shot at goal by Graham Carey but straight at Kelly who saved comfortably Mother had been struggling to create anything with a good five-minute spell, on 27th minute first effort to go, George Gent's shot was deflected, beheld at his near post by Mitov, Gent then drove and then a lovely cross from the left-hand side, although four players in the box, but none of them could get a touch, and then Blair spittle was next up to try his luck from 18 yards... The left foot shot deflected again... Spilled by meat off and cleared by Liam Gordon... And that was pretty much it... Nothing else really to report on... Other than just before the whistle... Diasemi made good ground the left hand side... Drove a left foot cross across the face of goal... But hit it too hard and although Chris Kane died... He couldn't get a touch on the ball... And the chance was gone... Be nerdy I think both teams very wary of making the first mistake... In a big second 45 minutes ahead... Particularly for Motherwell... The first goal here could settle this game. Half time at Far Part, Mother Will Nelson, Johnston Nil.
1: Oh, that sounds tense, that sounds nervy What about Petaudry, Dave Galloway?
7: Half-time, Aberdeen nil. Hearts 1 and loud boos were sent ringing round the stadium at the referee's half-time whistle The visitors made much the better start, Frankie Kent's header and Alex Lowry's drive easily dealt with by Keller Roos but they deservedly went in front after 20 minutes a corner was swung in from the far side, the marking was very poor and Lawrence Shanklin scored at the back post with a diving header. Aberdeen eventually started coming a bit more into things Leighton Clarkson was picked out by Johnny Hayes free kick and he drove just wide from the edge of the box. The Dons enjoyed a bit of Pressure as the first half wore on uh, Forcing a couple of corners That came to nothing Then Graeme Shinney let fly From around 30 yards His effort wasn't far away From the right hand post But the Dons haven't forced Xander Clark Into a serious save A massive second half to come It's Aberdeen 0, Hearts 1
1: Kevin Clancy's going to the screen again At Ibrox He's had a very busy afternoon He managed to Give Rangers a penalty earlier on He was uh, The source of frustration For Rangers fans when he Ruled out a goalies Now this could be a red card for Jose Cifuentes It was on back of Yoko It was an off the ball incident And he was initially booked Now remember VAR can upgrade that to red And if he's going to the screen You have to imagine uh, That Jose Cifuentes could be looking at a red card here Rangers are 3-1 up Though, well, would that be enough for a Dundee comeback in the second half who knows so I'll stay with that one for now just very quickly um, yes yeah, straight red Jose Cifuentes the yellow goes back in the pocket the red comes out and Rangers are down to 10 men they will go into the break 3-1 up Um, But they're going to be down to 10 men for the entirety of the second half So a dramatic day at Ibrox Now I need to, I always, I generally consult Fraser Wisher on these issues Because he keeps us right Would he be banned for the cup final? Mm, There's a possibility Straight red card, serious foul play I think that might be the case, but I'll double check I will double check, don't want to give you false information
2: It's an incredibly foolish incident Because, I mean, you're 3-1 up and cruising You are in no danger whatsoever Uh, Your goal is not in any danger whatsoever And to be serious foul play uh, He's been sent off for stupidity And I, I don't think he's got any argument whatsoever Half time Ibrox Andrew McLean
5: yeah, Rangers 3, Dundee won the half-time score. It was an early scare for Philip Clomont's side, but they've turned it around and are now ahead at the break. That looked as if Rangers weren't going to be at it from the start. It was an effort from Jose Cifuentes. Inside 20 seconds, that one was easily saved by Trevor Carson, but Dundee had ideas of their own. Lyle Cameron threw one-on-one with Jack Butlin, but he produced a big save down low to his left to tip it out for a corner, but he couldn't keep it out from the resulting corner. It went deep. The header back across was then met by Amadou Bakayoko to slide in to silence the Ibrooks crowd but Rangers didn't let that rattle them though and they hit back well 20 minutes in it was worked into the box, Serial Dessers had a shot blocked, it came back to him on his left foot, this one a powerful strike deflected high into the net for one all, four minutes later and a Rangers corner came into Abdallah Seema, he went for the header but he was being dragged down by the shirt by Aaron Donnelly defenders know that they can't do that type of thing, it meant that Abdallah Seema didn't quite get the contact that he would have got otherwise it wasn't spotted initially by Kevin Clancy It was flagged up by VAR Stephen Kirkland Clancy went to the screen He took no time at all in pointing to the spot James Tavernier stepped up to take Sent Trevor Carson the wrong way And put the home side ahead That wasn't enough for him though Abdullah Seba, he's rediscovered his goal scoring form recently And he showed it this time with a towering header from a James Tavernier corner he rose high powered it into the top corner to extend their lead to 3-1 after that both teams did have the ball in the net but both times the whistle had already gone and both didn't count then Rangers uh, coming so close a few times in the space of 20 seconds towards the end of the half Serial Dessers, he had a shot blocked, that was on target, then James Tavernier floated the ball back into the box, that one came off the bar just before that, Todd Cantwell had had a decent effort saved by Trevor Carson as well, Serial Dessers also attempted an overhead kick but eventually Dundee were awarded a foul and then it looked as if Rangers might cruise this one in the second half, the way things are going but this incident right at the end of the half could change things because Jose Fuentes, it was a off the ball incident with Amadou Bakayoko, he was initially booked by Kevin Clancy however play was held up Kevin Clancy went to the VAR screen retracted the yellow card and gave Sifuentes a straight red he'd look decent in this half Jose Sifuentes he looked good in the second half against Hearts but a straight red card means that Rangers will need to see out the rest of the game with 10 men but the half time score is Rangers 3 Dundee 1 very interesting first half at Ibrox let's try Livy I think there's one or two technical difficulties
1: but David Friel has been watching the game against Hibbs
9: Half time, Livingston now. Hibbs 1. Livingston have now gone over 9 hours without scoring, but Martin Boyle has ended his own goal drought with the opener for Hibbs. He'd gone 11 games without scoring, but it's back to his best. Brilliant little finish in 28 minutes to give Jamal George no chance. It was Harson Levy who started really well. They're a better team up until that goal. Hibs boss Nick Montgomery wasn't happy with what he was seeing, but then Boyle's quality really told with that 28th minute opener. Eli Yuan raced down the left, Fed Boyle inside the box. Hibs man making his 301st appearance for the club guided the ball into the bottom corner to give them the lead at the break. Long way back for Levy, they need to find the goal from somewhere. Half time, Livingston nil, Hibs won.
1: Uh, and let's get the picture From Paisley as well St Mirren Against Ross County Roger Hanna
8: Half time of the smizer St Mirren nil. Ross County nil. Not much by way Of goal scoring opportunity. Stephen Robinson's men Probably just shading it They could have been ahead After 13 minutes Ross Leidler Pushing away A fierce shot From Jonah Iunga But County did push forward At the other end Jordan White Making progress on the right His cross smuggled out For a corner And then the big centre forward Heading wide from that Is resulting set piece It was a setback for the buddies, when they lost midfielder Kaelin Boyd, punched the injury with Keanu Bacchus coming on, but it didn't stop them pushing forward. Greg Kilty came as close as anyone to breaking the deadlock. A smart 1 2 down the left hand side with Scott Tanza. The ball returned into the penalty box, met by Kilty in the left foot. It beat Laidlaw, but it came back off the crossbar. At another end, Simon Murray fired across a piece of goal from a tight angle, but it was Laidlaw that was twice called into action just before the break. First, a good save at the near post from the PC, starved Namani in his first ever Premiership start. For the buddies and then an even better save to deny. They're busy, a younger at the expense of a corner. No goals yet, we could do with more in the second half. St. Mirren nil, Ross County nil. What a first half
1: that was across the country. We'll do a full round up of the half time scores next.
0: The fastest goals, the expert's opinions. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
1: Half time in the Scottish Premiership Aberdeen nil Hearts 1 Livingston nil Hibs 1 Motherwell nil St Johnston nil Rangers 3 Dundee 1 and St Mirren nil Ross County nil Into the championship Airdrie nil Dunfermline 1 It's our broth nil Morton 1 Dundee United nil Ayr United nil and Queen's Park 1 Inverness Cali Thistle 1 In League 1 Alloa nil Hamilton Ackies nil Annan 1 Cove Rangers 2 Edinburgh City 1 Stirling Albion 2 Falkirk 1 Kelty Hearts nil, And Montrose 0 Queen of the South 4 In League 2 Bonnie Rig Rose 1 Peterhead nil, Clyde 2 Stranraer 1 Dumbarton nil, Stenhouse Muir East 5 2 Elgin City nil, And the Spartans 0 Forfer nil. If the English Premier League Floats your boat There was a full time result Palace 1 Liverpool 2 At the break, Brighton 0, Burnley 1, Man United 0, Bournemouth 1, Sheffield United 1, Brentford 0 and Wolves 1, Nottingham Forest 1 and the second halves are coming up next.